0: But never completely absent. It's Mary Griffith on The Mary Griffith Show. That's right, right here on WTAD, sponsored by Refreshment Services, Pepsi, and Harvest Ridge Coffee. And Jenna, my guest, is going to hand me my Harvest Ridge Coffee because it's out of my reach. Oh, Jenna, you're a lifesaver. We'll let Jenna Seaborn stay now. Thank you. She's giving me my pen, she's giving me everything I need. See, Steve just pushed the button too soon, didn't give me enough time to get going. How are you, Jenna? Well, Mary, it's all for you. You're just, it's just you. so wonderful. When you come <laughs> on the Mary Griffith Show, you have to be my servant. You know, you're like my handmaid, you know, handy me the items and everything. Well, we've got so much great stuff to talk about. First of all, take off your Arts Quincy hat, which you wear all the time, and put on your John Wood um, Community College oh, sure. uh, art hat. There's things there, There's too. There's things there, too. So, what, you want to talk about those? You got sure. Those? Okay, sure. talk about those first. Why don't you? So,
1: that one is a, a double banger, I guess, for Arts Quincy and John Wood because the newest uh, art show features Arts Quincy's office manager, J.C. Womack fake. So, um, I, I'm i the coordinator of the gallery at John Wood, and when, I, when we hired her and I found out how incredibly talented she is i'm like i have to get you in here like we have to show your stuff and i'm just really blown away at what what she's able to do so um she has the display case full of of her items and then also the walls with illustrations and um the display case like she has sketchbooks she has some cookbooks that she had made Just all of her stuff is really bubbly and whimsical and fun. And uh, some of the other works that she's done that you might might recognize around. um, She just did a big mural display at the New Carters in Palmyra, Missouri. And over the summer, she did our Ben Bunbury and the Messengers mural out at Jackson Lincoln Pool.
0: Okay. So we're familiar with her work. Yeah. And and now we can go see more of it at John Wood.
1: And then she also did a mural um, that's that's used a lot. at Quincy Brewery Company, and it's the one that says Quincy that you see on all the all the things. So, um, she's just really talented in the letters lettering and uh, just illustration. So she she went to the Kansas City Art Institute, and uh, she's just a professional. She takes commissions and things. So her art show is going on through. March 24th, and then following that, we'll wrap up the year with the 11th Annual Student Show and Sell, and with that, we'll showcase students' artwork, Not just from the art department, but from,
0: you know, all the students at all the campuses. Okay, so so lots going on at John Wood, and Jenna Seaborn helps put all that together. (laughs) And when she's not doing that, she's at Arts Quincy and here on the Mary Griffith Show, (laughs) and lots of wonderful things are coming along. Uh, Saturday, March 18th, the Showcase of Excellence at Quincy High School. I always say that, uh, you know, this is the best of the best. Uh, If you like music... Uh, this is it. I mean it's like a non stop uh music from oh gosh, there's dozens of, of choirs that participate oh, in this. Yeah. So tell us all about it, please.
1: Yeah, so we have um uh, you know, dozens of show choirs and jazz bands that come to Quincy for a full day of the showcase of excellence and they put on some really incredible performances and they come from around the Tri State region so the the show will take place March eighteenth it starts at eight a m and um It'll go throughout the day and showcase these um, groups from other high schools, but then also the Quincy High School will have performances by their own groups like the Electric Blue and things. So admission is $10 for adults, $5 for students, K through 12, and then all the proceeds um, go to help fundraise for music education at all the
0: grade levels at the
1: public schools.
0: They'll have food there throughout the day, but you can also go in and out, like – If you want to watch three show choirs and then you want to take a break, maybe do a little shopping or something, you can always come back. They give you a pass in and pass out. And some people like jazz bands and show choirs, so you kind of have to – they're in the (laughs) same building, but you kind of have to juggle. you know, got to run over here, run over there. So So mark your calendar. It starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, usually wraps up around 9. Uh, You can just sit there all day and listen to beautiful music uh, for information. Uh, Go to qps.org. Get your tickets or just call them at 224-3774. Of course, tickets available at the door as well. Quincy Concert Band has a big spring performance coming up. This is on Sunday, March 19th, and I don't have the time for this.
1: Oh, I must have left that off. Usually, they're at 2.30, so if we say earlier, I think that that, that's... uh... I apologize for that. Um, normally, they're around 2.30 in the afternoon at the Junior High School in Morrison Auditorium. So um, if you would like, please call Arts Quincy's office, and I will give you the exact time. Um, but yeah, the concert band is putting together their free, free spring performance, and this year's theme is silver screen selection. So uh, the group is working on uh, practicing for... Songs Star Wars. With Star Wars, Jurassic Park, um, a lot of a lot of tunes that you'll know, um, that come from our favorite movies. So, admission is free and it's open to the public and it's just an all volunteer group that, uh, you know, they just uh, get together and practice weekly and put on two concerts a year. But actually, this year they're gonna have a third. It's what I learned last week, um, when. We hosted the Illinois Arts Council, so I'm excited to learn more about wow. that. So
0: it's um, exciting,
1: yeah. So you can learn more at QuincyConcertBand.org, but um, they do have a Facebook page. So if you'd like to get on there, like and follow them, and. Um, I know they have a Facebook event with the exact And time. I know I have the time somewhere in my community <laughs> calendar,
0: but we think it's about 2.30 on Sunday afternoon, March 19th, absolutely free at the Morrison Junior High School mm-hmm. Auditorium. I'm mm-hmm. so glad you're here because I have no clue how to pronounce the next concert. Uh and I don't know if you don't know either, but at least it'll be you that's mispronouncing sure, it, not me. Sure. Clear Pacific Music Association is presenting da, 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 the David Chiraboga ensemble. Chiraboga, are you sure? I am not sure. You're not sure, okay. I won't <laughs> I won't imitate you then, but Chiraboga. Uh this is great, uh flamenca guitar and dancing. Yeah, so um, David is the the organizer of this group,
1: and he plays a Spanish guitar. So I I looked them up and was was seeing the types of things he does, and it's just your, um, I guess the typical type of Spanish. Uh, Music that you would hear in the movies and you imagine like if you were to go um, out dancing or something. Um, But he is very talented, works with a lot of great people and then also offers educational side to it. And that's one thing with the Civic Music Association is when they bring in these artists, they like to uh, take a visit to the schools and um, show them what, what it's all about. So um, this this performance will be at State Street Theater, which is kind of a, a new offering for QCMA. Doors open at 630, and there will be a cash bar. So admission is $25, and there's limited seating, uh, so I would get those tickets in advance. Um, they're available at Quincy Hy-Vee and County Market Stores. They'll also be available at the door, and then you can
0: learn more at org. Okay. Jenna, thank you so much for stopping by today, folks. There's so much going on. You can always go to artsquincy.org. They have a beautiful, beautiful magazine, Arts Quincy Magazine, they put out. So become a member, get the magazine, visit the website, <laughs> and uh, just enjoy all the great things that are being offered in our area. Thank you so much. When we come back, we're going to talk about Medicaid. Uh, There's been some changes, and they're going to go into effect on April 1st, and there's some fear that some people might lose benefits, so we're going to try to make sure that doesn't happen, so stay tuned. Well, today we've got a really important Mary Griffith Show topic. Sometimes our topics are lighthearted, things to do with entertainment, the things you know about your health, but not, you know, life or death maybe. But uh, health insurance through Medicaid is, for some people, pretty much life and death, And with the pandemic, we had all kinds of changes in rules, and things were relaxed, and people were allowed to kind of flow along. Also with the pandemic, a lot of people have moved, changed residences. They're not where they used to be. Well, continuous Medicaid coverage ends March 31st, and that means on April 1st, some people are going to wake up with the sad reality they don't have medical coverage. So we've got two experts here today, and Vestal is here. She's with Clarity Healthcare, and she is a navigator that helps people uh, get onto and off of health insurance policies. Welcome very much to the Mary Griffith Show.
2: Thank it's you. Nice. It's nice to be here.
0: Um, how long have you worked at Clarity?
2: I've been uh, with Clarity for uh, a little over a year. A little over a year. Where did yes. you hail
0: from? Are you from around these parts?
2: Of <laughs> yes, I'm from Quincy.
0: Okay, fantastic. Good. Well, good to have you. Uh, and also Emily Hendrickson is here from the Adams County Health Department. Uh, and so this is a, this is a serious issue because Medicaid is different than Medicare. When you get to be 65, you get on Medicare. No matter what your financial status is, older people can get covered under Medicare. Just basically turn a certain age and you're eligible. But with Medicaid, it is the safety net that helps those who are maybe poor, disabled, or have some other, uh, issue get medical coverage. And so if they lose that medical coverage, they don't have much else of a resort. So I don't know who wants to start, but explain to me what the problem is going to be on April 1st. Emily, you look like you're nodding. What's going to happen on April 1st to people who
3: do not contact Medicaid and let them know what's going on? Perfect. Thank you, Mary, so much for having us Um, very last minute come in this morning because we feel like this is really important, as you discussed so April 1st, um, if you have not gone in to um, the, it's called aidillinois.gov. So that's the portal that anybody that is currently signed up for Medicaid, that's the portal that you go into to renew information, to update your address, your, te- your telephone number, anything changes, that's your, your portal for Medicaid. And if on April 1st you have not done that process, you are in the bucket of people that are eligible to lose their Medicaid coverage depending on when their cycle for renewal comes after that date. So it's been a it's been a very awesome thing for the last, I can't believe it's been three years. It has been three years. <laughs> since to 2020, 2020, 2020 to not have to have gone in to renew all of that information and for that continuous coverage to happen. Um, but we're talking about a lot of people that can be impacted by this. So pre- well, pre-pandemic yeah. in Illinois, there were 2.9 million people signed up, but during the pandemic, as Medicaid I think fluxes in and out. There's 3.9 million people in Illinois right now that have Medicaid coverage. Adams County alone, we're talking 14 to 15,000 people, 7,500 of which are children, 0 to 18 years of age. So it's a big deal.
0: Wow, that really, yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of data too. Uh, to devour right there so half of the people are children and there's about seventy five hundred children seventy five hundred adults just in Adams County alone that could potentially lose Medicaid it doesn't mean they will right the problem is they could and here's where Ann Vestal comes riding in on her white horse (laughs) because all you have to do really is log on and let them know where you are Mm But we've moved four times because we are poor. And, you know, some people have moved even away from this area. Who knows what's happened? So Anne, describe some of the problems you're seeing or how do you help people uh, get re-navigated back into the system if they're in danger of falling out?
2: Yeah, so um, I actually look over our platforms for clarity. And um, I go through our patients and, of course, before we... uh, put them in our chart, we run their information, and um, whoever is uh, going to be uh, renewed next month is who I'm going to be working with. So, with the state of Illinois, it's not all in one, so it's going to be a, a 12-month period. So, whoever is, uh, let's say, due on May, they're going to be getting their um, renewal letter in the mail um, the month before. So, um for redetermination, so before we got into this um, continuous coverage, we uh, were actually with the redetermination process, which means it's a paper process to get you reapplied and renewed with Medicaid. Um, so we're going to be starting that this year, and um, if you don't have uh, an updated address, you know, you're not going to be getting that um, mail in the mail And so we won't be able to process that. And so uh, right now, we're actually going to be working with Adams County here. And uh, we're just making sure that everybody's got an updated uh, address information.
0: Okay. And the thing about that 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 makes it simple, they can go down to the Adams County Health Department. Like you can go on Monday, March 13th from noon to 5, Monday, March 20th from noon to 5, Tuesday, March 28th from noon to 5. And Ann Vesta will be there to help you log in. Do all this. Uh, most people that have done this, you know, they're they're computer savvy. They understand it. Right. But it's just the idea of you've got to be prompted to do it. Mm-hmm. And you haven't had to do it for some people for two and a half years maybe. And so now they need to know, are you still eligible? Because in three years, a lot of people's income changes, their circumstances change, children grow. I mean, a variety of things happen. Right. Are you anticipating that people will be determined that to be eligible?
2: Yes. Um, with our data sheet, we're seeing a bunch of people that's going to be terminated with the coverage, and so even if you don't eligible, you're not, you know, you don't qualify enough. Um, I'm going to be there to help them get them set up.
0: So you're going to give them the bad news that they're no longer eligible for Medicare. <laughs> yeah. But
2: Medicaid, I'm
0: sorry. and See, this is the problem. Yeah. Now you think I can – I'm getting close to where I can get one of them, so I should be – but Medicaid, you're going to tell them maybe the bad news or the good news, but then when you tell them the bad news, you're also, with Clarity Healthcare, going to try to get yes. them into some kind of portal where they will have some kind of health care. Correct. Because we can't have a gap. That's the one thing. Everybody out there working knows if you change jobs, you've got to do COBRA or you've got to do something so there's no gap because the day you're not covered, if you ever watch Judge Judy, the day you're not covered is the day that you know you have an accident or you get diagnosed with something that needs medical care. So how critical a problem is this? You say 15,000 people, half of them children. How many of those are you estimating will no longer be eligible for Medicaid coverage?
3: We've seen uh, quite a few different numbers and stats out there, and, and to figure out like how many of our how many we're going to see anywhere between 17 and I think 35 percent will, for whatever reason, not not have renewed their address, not have contacted the Medicaid program at all, or will no longer be eligible um, based on all of the the qualifications that we've seen. So. Um, We don't know an exact number, but we know that the potential is bigger than what we want to see. One thing, of course, just playing the devil's advocate hat here.
0: Before the pandemic, you had 2.9 people on Medicaid in Illinois, and now there are 3.9. Some people would say that's gaming the system, that there are some people who've taken advantage of the pandemic to uh, skate along and get some free benefits that they may otherwise not have been entitled to If more scrutiny. Was being put to it um, will that problem kind of solve itself because once they reapply and Vestal, will they be kicked off then?
2: Yes, um uh, so I mean, if you don't qualify for it, you are going to be automatically uh, kicked out. Um, and with the renewal date, if you haven't submitted any of the paperwork so if even if you don't know you're eligible or not. Um, A month after that, you're going to be automatically kicked out because we don't have any updated information and uh, it's just our process of starting that redetermination process again.
0: One thing that happens, you know, uh, you talk about the bears out at Yellowstone, you know they say, please don't feed the bears, please don't feed the bears because when winter comes and the park is closed and your car's not there, they don't have any peanuts anymore and uh, they don't even bother to hibernate, they just stand by the side of the road Mm and freeze to death. Um, there have been so many people that, you know, have been enjoying the government, literally cradling them, right. saying nothing bad's going to happen to you. You're going to have health care. You're going to have a place to live through the pandemic. Well, you know, we're not wearing masks, and I'm not washing my hands every 10 minutes. I should, but, you know, I don't. <laughs> and so the pandemic's over, baby. I mean, people still get COVID, and people still die of COVID, but the pandemic's over. So it is time for some people, after three years, two years, one year, whatever, Uh, to get out of the cradle and and start taking care of themselves. And, of course, it's really simple. If you still qualify, all you have to do is show up. Right. Make sure your address is in there right. If you've moved, I mean, it's a pretty simple process. So it's not like um, it's pulling teeth, but you do have to get people to respond. Yes. So that's why we have these dates uh, coming up March 13th from noon to five. March twentieth from noon to five and March twenty eighth from noon to five down at the health department. Now of course you can always just go on yourself and go on the portal, which I had that written down somewhere, but
3: where what is that portal um for Illinois? So it's abe.illinois.gov. A B E dot Illinois dot gov. A B E dot I L dot dot Illinois. Spell it. It's oh, spelled spell out, out all mm-hmm. of Illinois.
0: Well, of course, make it difficult.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. I go. think the important thing too, Mary, is that um, when you look at our stats in our community, still because we're still a fairly rural area, only 82.3, 82.6 percent of our county has internet access. So yes, we want it for those 82 percent that can get online and do it themselves. Please do, but we, that's why we're doing some in-person stuff, too, because we know that not everybody has a computer. Not everybody has wireless Internet or regular Internet, dish, whatever it is that that they put out in the rural area. So we, we are available to do that. Um, or if you just want to call one of those days, we can get you in touch with with Ann, who will be there. Now, if you don't got to
0: come in in person, she's still there during those times and still be available. Mm-hmm. I always say, you know, as long as you got a kid, you're going to be okay on anything on the Internet. <laughs> I used to laugh. Uh, when I worked at McDonald's, we had a grandpa come in with a little girl. And uh, the little girl went to the kiosk, and she's ordering everything, you know, but she doesn't have any money. So, Grandpa had to give the credit card. I said, you know, if you two stay together, you'll always be able (laughs) to be fat. Because she can order the food, and you can pay for the food, (laughs) and everything (laughs) will be okay. We're going to take a quick break. We're back. Talk Radio 930 WTAD. We're talking about very important information today. Not everybody is affected by this, but 15,000 people in Adams County now get Medicaid. And starting April 1st, they might not get Medicaid unless they re-register for the program. So... Uh, you can do that through the Adams County Health Department and Clarity Healthcare. They're teaming up together to offer portals to help people with that. Uh, March 13th, March 20th, and March 28th from noon to 5, there'll be somebody in person at the Adams County Health Department. And you can also reach them over the phone at, at that time, too. There'll be somebody dedicated to making sure you sign up to be redetermined if you're eligible for Medicaid. And uh, this is critical. About 20% of the people are going to drop off the rolls because they don't know. The government doesn't have an address form. It's been a long time since the pandemic. You know, people have moved around a lot. Things have happened. So we definitely want to make sure that everyone who's entitled to benefits gets them. And those of you who've been cheating... Get ready. The ride's about over. Okay. you, uh, Emily asked me before we went into the break, can we talk about this? And then she said something. I didn't understand a word she said. So uh, tell us about what you were telling. You want everybody to know, Emily, because I'm going to take notes because I didn't understand a word of what you were talking about.
3: (laughs) So um, Illinois Medicaid has changed over the last few years where now there are several... Um, insurance carriers that are the the Medicaid organizations, basically that are helping deliver Medicaid in the state of Illinois. So so it's a government it's just, program, but it's put on by private entities like Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Yes, so mm-hmm. it, that's exactly right. So in Illinois, we have um, Meridian. So if we're talking about Illinois Medicaid, you might not just have an Illinois Medi- Medicaid card in front of you, right? So it might be Meridian, it might be, be Molina Healthcare. Aetna Better Health now is in Illinois, um, Blue Cross Community, Youth Care, what am I missing? And then general Illinois Medicaid. So there's, I think those were the the primary Medicaid, ones yep. that in Illinois, they manage the Medicaid program. Okay.
0: So it is a little bit complex. Again, if you're not in the system, you're like, Mary, I don't care. Here's why you should care though, even if you're not in the system, because these people are desperately depending on this mm-hmm. for their children, especially and for themselves. And if 15,000 people in Adams County lose their coverage April 1st, which that's not going to happen, but you know, I mean, you know, this, this needs—we need to know about this. So this is why this is so critically important. And I really thank Ann Vestal for Clarity for coming here because I know Clarity is a great partner with WTAD. Uh, you advertise with us. We, you know, it's local. It, we love you guys, and you really do go out there and try to make sure that everybody. Can have a health care experience. Um, some people can afford private insurance. Some people have it provided by their employer. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people do without. They're not supposed to. I think there's, you know, we're supposed to all have health insurance now. You're supposed to pay for it, but we all know that you can pass any law you want, but it doesn't <laughs> necessarily make compliance uh, possible. So it is really critically important and the reason it's so important is let's just say these children you know, even if just there's 7,500 children now, depending on this, in Adams County, uh, even if, uh, you know, 75 of them or 150 of them fall off, what are some of the health detriments to that? They're not going to be able to get the medications, the doctor's visits. Talk about that, Ian. What does that do?
2: I mean, uh, uh, aside from uh, not being able to pay the doctor's visit and medications you get monthly at that um it doesn't just uh, the this redetermination doesn't just affect all that um medication stuff it's also uh, with snap benefits um we're just uh we're just want to get you know all the information we want um it's we're just food and nutrition yeah.
0: and if they've got some kind of thing where they need continuing care you know a lot of kids are healthy You know, I mean, if they missed two years going to a doctor's checkup, eh, maybe it'd be okay. But, you know, nobody wants a kid to miss a doctor's wellness checkup, because that's where you find out things are wrong. Mm -hmm. Their eyes, their teeth, you know, their bones, it's all critically important. You did mention SNAP, and uh, Emily Hendrickson, there's a concern SNAP benefits are being scaled back. Mm -hmm. Again, they were boosted during the pandemic, uh, and now they're being scaled back at a time when, I mean, I have to take out a bank loan. We're having steak tonight, and I think we we took out a second mortgage on our house. I for, think, for
3: a dozen eggs yeah. So uh, it's
0: it's kind of a unfortunately bad time for yeah. SNAP
3: benefits, which are food stamps, to be scaled back, but mm-hmm. they are. Yep, they sure are. So we know that that's going to impact the community, and um, you know, it was it was bound and determined to happen. We knew that we've right. been we've been preparing for a while for the pandemic emergency um, to come to an end. We've been like. Every 90 days is it going to happen, and you know, now we have a date, right? So all of these things are starting to roll back to what life was previous to the pandemic. But there are other programs out there that um, that you know people need to be aware of. For pregnant moms as early as they find out that they're pregnant, they, and they meet our qualifications for the WIC program. We want to get them enrolled in WIC and help them through their entire pregnancy. To make sure that they're delivering healthy babies, that that baby has what they need. We have great breastfeeding support groups through WIC, um, and then as that as that infant grows all the way to age five, we can help support those families with the nutritious foods that the WIC program offers. It's not utilized enough in this community, um, so which
0: surprises me because you know people always say, "Oh, no, these welfare queens are always getting everything they can," but the Really, the stark reality about it is there are a lot of people who do not get the help they need, and therefore, uh, their child is born without proper prenatal care, doesn't have proper nutrition, and all of a sudden, Head Start's supposed to take them at three years old. And they're so far behind the eight ball. It's, right. it's critically important as a taxpayer. I think, you know, you have to say pay now or pay later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we can have a long discussion about it. Everybody should be responsible. And, you know, we can, you know, you can talk to your blue in the face mm-hmm. about what should be done in an ideal world. But now let's pause and say, here's what's really happening. Right. And um, I don't particularly want to buy bananas and rice pudding and milk for somebody else. You know, I've got my own problems. But if. Uh, As a taxpayer, I support the pregnant woman and her child until the child gets into school and gets a school nutrition program. I'm building that brain that will someday be able to come up and take care of me when I'm older. You know, we cannot have a whole generation of people that are malnutritioned. People always talk about how nobody starves to death in the United States. Why do you think that is? Because we have a safety
3: net. But but it's not used enough. It's not used enough. And I think that's you hit the nail on the head with about what the WIC program is. I think people just think of it as, well, they're giving me more food. It's not just about not, giving you it's, more food. It's, it's about, the right food. It's the right food, and it's about the program. It's about talking about the health and, and nutrition of our community so that we can help these children develop Healthy. These moms have healthy pregnancies. That's what WIC is about. But that, that's just one of the the great programs that exist. As we see SNAP benefits roll back, don't forget about what we can offer through the WIC program and other programs that um, I know the health department offers. I know Clarity has a bunch of great programs. So um, we work together all the time yeah. with referrals. We work with referrals for a lot of other people in Quincy as well in Adams County, not just in Quincy. Um, I know one thing that costs a lot of money
0: is getting your blood drawn and and getting it analyzed. Doctors really need that. They can't just say, oh, I can tell you're a diabetic by looking at you. No, you've got to have, you know, medical confirmation of this. Uh, If you've got private pay insurance, you know, it covers a lot of it, but some people don't have that. But the health department, uh, we've been talking about it on the Mary Mm -hmm. Griffith show, not as much as we probably should, but... If you're dissatisfied or you think it's too expensive, where you're getting your blood drawn now, or you don't have insurance, you can get a cheaper alternative at the health department. You sure can. So, you know, all you have to be, you still have to have a doctor's order. You can't just go down and say, "Drain me and tell me everything that's wrong with me." <laughs> right? You know, right. I mean, you still have to. the, the results have to be sent somewhere. Yeah. So it's not going to solve that problem, but. You two see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are just people who are not getting health care because they just either are a man and won't go. Okay, that's half the population. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> I'm, not making, I'm You're <laughs> not
2: making any comments. <laughs>
3: or they,
0: they, they don't, they can't afford it, or they don't know quite what to do, or they don't know how to get a primary care physician, or you know, all kinds of things are obstacles. And so that's what the Adams County Health Department and Clarity do best. They overcome these obstacles, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. um, Not in your head, however. (laughs) Anne will not tell people (laughs) that you agree with me. She's really agreeing with you, folks. She is. Yeah, yeah. but you can't hear her head (laughs) rattle around. So before we let you go, um, just mark these down. If you know anyone who's on Medicaid, folks, anyone who's getting staff benefits, food stamps, things are going to change here come April 1st. And we don't want them to drop out of the coverage umbrella. So please, please, please marked down March 13th, March 20th, March 28th from noon to five. They don't even have to go to the health department, which is right downtown here. They don't have to go there. They could just call that day and Ann would be happy to talk to them over the phone. It's as simple as getting re-registered under your current address, getting some current information. If you don't up the, this Happening, you will be pushed off the roll. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, they can't send you. They cannot send you any information if they don't have your right. your correct information. So, so
0: even if you qualify, you'll be pushed off. Mm-hmm. So it, it's very imperative that that this happen. Anything for the good of the cause before
3: we go? No, no? I, I really appreciate you having us. Come in I know very last minute to do this because I, we do so, show so passionately I mean, about you it. Thank you
0: because this is so important. And you did great. You're very expressive with your eyes. It doesn't carry over into radio. I wish they could just
2: hear me on my <laughs> yeah, head. I can't <laughs> Next time you're on my show.
0: Just you're looking at me with great adoration and agreeing with everything I say, like I'm the smartest woman in the world. You've got to actually say that Mary, she knows her stuff. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Adams County Health Department, Emily Hendrickson. Clarity Healthcare, a navigator, is here, Ann Vestal. She has her little goggles on. She's navigating all (laughs) over the place. And uh, we'll be back to do it all again tomorrow right here on Talk Radio 930 WTAD. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned.